Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Robbie D'Angelo. He always has great advice. It helps me as I've had this sort of um, pretty much lifelong um, determination to stay in shape. So much of what I do, as I mentioned during my conversation with Robbie, involves you know, go, enjoying the outdoors or going offshore fishing and whatever. And for me to really be able to enjoy that, I've got to be physically fit. So I've, I've, I try to eat well. My wife and I, Ann and I do, and I spend a lot of time exercising. But Robbie's a good motivator, and he reminds me some of the basic things that I need to be focused on as I kind of stay true to what are some of my New Year's resolutions around my physical and mental health. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with uh, with Robbie. Um, I came across a really cool uh, quote the other day about about photography. You think about photography, it's really powerful. And Facebook, when you're on Facebook, you get a chance to see some really powerful photography. Now look, at that Coast View from time to time and on my personal Facebook page, I love to go outside and take a picture of the sunrises or the sunsets. They're just so beautiful on back day. And no one is ever the same. That's the beauty of it. But uh, but the images that people are able to share, some photo- professional photographers, other amateur photographers, everyone is actually an amateur photographer these days with, with the quality of the iPhone, so to speak. Uh, but there's some great photography out there and it's being shared, you know, widely. And it can really tell the story of a place like coastal Mississippi. Um, Destin Sparks said this. He said, photography is the story. I fail to put into words. In a way, you know, a, 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 an image, a single photograph can tell a story and it doesn't, doesn't need words and it can be extraordinarily powerful. Um, I've had the opportunity throughout, throughout my career as, as a newspaper publisher and as a media executive, uh, as a CEO of a media company for the last 16 years of my career, to work with some incredible photographers. I mean, award-winning photographers, people like Tim Isbell and uh, John Fitzhugh and Jamie Bates, and there's a long list of them. I hate to even begin to l- mention names because you'll leave everybody out. You know, there's so many great photographers that I've had to work with. But, you know, they, they tell a story not only of um, – of a beautiful place, you know, that gives us a sense of this place in, in coastal Mississippi, but from a news point of view, can tell a very powerful story about um, a condition, a situation, uh, something that needs to be addressed. You know, you know the, you know the, the drift. But photography can be very, very powerful. Um, I can't help. I was a big <clears throat> fan growing up of of Ansel Adams. I was uh, always super impressed by. Uh, the the impact that he had on photography. You may remember his photography. A lot of, of the American West, he took a lot of photographs <clears throat> of Yosemite National uh, Park. He was always really focused on 
promoting conservation of wilderness areas through his photography. That was really important to him. And you may remember, too, very iconic in the way that it was always black and white photos. But his work really literally became fine art. And so he sort of was very prominent and had such a strong impact when it comes to the whole uh, realm of photography. He said this, that you, this is Ansel Adams, you don't take a photograph, you make it. I think that's kind of interesting. I think, you know, I guess you can have different interpretations for that, but, but there's so many different ways to make a single photograph work. Now, five different people can take a picture of the same thing, but their perspectives and how they go about it may be completely different. And when you compare their photographs, they may be completely different. Each makes sort of their version of whatever it is they're taking a picture of. Um, that's the, the cool thing about bringing creativity to the table when you think about, when you think about photography. Um, Ansel Adams also said this, there are no rules for good fo photographs. No rules for good photographs. There are only good photographs. <laughs> and it's interesting to me that good photographs are typically in the eye of the beholder. Um, I was on Facebook which uh, I like to I like to pay attention, you know, find out what's going on with my family and friends, and have some great interactions with with people who enjoy uh, enjoy Coastview. And I ran across some photographs by a guy by the name of Jeff Baldock. And uh, Jeff uh, had had uh, again. I have a little bit of an eye, so I can sense a sense of some of the the creative approaches he takes. And I'm always interested in what kind of lenses he's using and what kind of cameras he's using. And but he's taken some just terrific photographs. I'm showing some of his photographs to the uh, Facebook and YouTube audience, so you can go to the Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page to take a look at that, or you can just go do a search on Jeff Baldock, B A L D B A L D. O C K. Uh, Jeff's a native of India, uh, India, <laughs> Indiana, <laughs> and uh, he's been on the Mississippi Gulf Coast for 51 years. So I, I consider him a native. But I invited him to be on the show to talk a little bit more about his love of the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and the, and I want to understand sort of the creative energy that's behind his images. It's going to be a terrific conversation. Anyway, Jeff, welcome to Coastview, my friend. Hello, Ricky. So you heard how I opened the, the uh, show. Um, people like Ansel Adams had, had a, just a, a revolutionary impact to making images, which, which before you would think of painting being fine art, but the fact that a photograph can literally be fine art. Um, there's some great photography happening around the world these days, isn't there? There is indeed. So let's talk a, a little bit about where you came from. So you came. You were actually in the chemical industry at one point in your life, right? That is correct. About forty years, and I needed something to do to keep me busy in retirement. Yeah. So, tell me about when did you get your first camera? I got my first camera when I was about seven years old. It was a Brownie, or a little Kodak one ten, and and of course, back in the sixties, you know, film was expensive, and so there wasn't a whole lot of picture taking going on. <laughs> so, what brought you to the coast of Mississippi? Uh, Ingle Shipbuilding. Actually, my parents moved here in 1971 when they had the great rush of uh, employees going there. Oh, wow. That's cool. Where, so where did you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Newcastle, Indiana, about 40 miles east of Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, I love, you know, that part of the country. It's uh, there's a, the sensibilities of that part of the country are very much like coastal Mississippi. Have a sim you know different uh, accent for sure, but... But it's very similar in terms of the people and what drives them, isn't it? 
And that is correct of the people and the values that they, they uh, inherit growing up there, yes. Yeah, I have I've have, I have, uh, gotten to know people from that part of the country uh, in the newspaper industry for sure. Um, so as you as you continue to do photography, when did it occur to you that you were going to really begin to take advantage of all the new technologies and really begin in your in retirement to to really pursue this with a vengeance? Did did you know early on that you were going to do that, or did it just sort of evolve? I had no idea whatsoever, and, and it, it kind of intrigued me because there was a picture that was posted on Facebook of the, the original Shed restaurant in HDR, and it intrigued me so much that I needed to go find a DSLR camera and learn everything I could about HDR. Yeah, high so, dynamic range photography is what it's called. Yeah, high dynamic range, and um, and and wh why is that important? So let's, let's just for the average person, let's let's make them understand what what that means. Well, probably the best thing to say is is that uh, when you take a picture, you can take anywhere from three to seven images, and then you combine them. And what happens is you get different levels of light and color, and you merge them together, and you get this pop that's just phenomenal. In fact, sometimes. You actually have to dial the saturation down a little bit because it's so bright. Yeah, that's because uh, you're, you're you're messing around with uh, with shutter speed and 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 when you're doing really dynamic stuff around landscapes, it, I mean, you can get you probably you're surprised sometimes with how it kind of plays out once you put it all together. I am indeed, especially when I'm editing every night. So it's a. Uh, it's amazing what's happening. You know, I was, uh, as a publisher, I would say outside of buying computers and maybe doing major capital expenditures like printing presses and things like that, the, um, the amount of money that we spent every year on camera technology at the newspaper was very significant. And, you know, we, we were always, you know, for, for a long time, sort of the, the, the camera body itself didn't change a whole lot once you got the highest end. But what was really beginning to change was the lenses. And then, you know, of course, we were every time I'd get these capital expenditure requests, I would just it'd blow my socks off of how much money we we're going to have to spend to keep our photographers up to speed. And little did I know that digital technology was right around the corner. And then we'd really start spending some big money on what some of those capabilities were. And as digital became sort of a reality, then, of course, the, the, the lenses continued to advance and advance. It's, it's incredible what's happened to camera technologies over, say, the last 20 years, isn't it? Yes, indeed. And, and the sensor technology itself, and then now moving into the mirrorless realm also, which I haven't stepped off into yet. Yeah, mirrorless. Okay, so again, okay, we're getting into some of the some of the complicated technologies, but uh, w w the use of the mirror and the mirrorless tech, do, explain in, in layman's terms why that's different. Well, for, for one thing, with the mirrorless camera, the, uh, um, the camera's a lot smaller and a lot lighter. I mean, when you take a, a, a full-frame camera and, and put a lens on it, it weighs about eight pounds alone. And so that's a pretty pretty healthy load. To, you, you know, I shoot a lot on tripods mainly, but uh, with a smaller camera, you know, you, it's a little bit easier to, to carry, and especially if you've got multiple lenses and things like that. I had this image of Ansel Adams out on the, out on the prairie somewhere with a, with a cape over him taking a, a black and white photograph. But hey, we're going to continue our conversation with a terrific photographer here in coastal Mississippi, Jeff Baldock, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what he's up to these days. We'll see you after this break.
can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a terrific conversation with Jeff Baldock. He is a photographer here in coastal Mississippi and has done some cool stuff. We'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But again, if you don't remember Ansel Adams, or maybe you're younger and never even heard of him, do a little search on Ansel Adams. I bet you've seen some of his black and white images before. And again, he he did a lot in the American West, but he did a, a whole lot around Yosemite National uh, Park. Uh, have you uh, have, did, did you ever become a student of Ansel Adams, uh, Jeff? No, I was not, but I actually have uh, been in correspondence with a uh, guy that was a student of Ansel, and uh, and he was attracted to my work, seeing what I did compared to what Ansel did. Wow, that's wow, that's a pretty significant comparison. Yes. So, have you been to Yosemite and seen some of those images? In 2019, I took a 57-day photography road trip out west. I hit 13 national parks. I shot lighthouses down the Pacific coast, and uh, the highlight of all of it was visiting Yosemite. Uh, I actually entered a, a black and white picture of Half Dome in the St. River Art Association's art show last year and then won on the black and white category with it. So, Wow, that's incredible. You know, one of the things my wife, Ann, and I did with our kids as they were growing up is we tried every year to go to a different national park. So, you know, we've been up to Glacier. We've been all over the Rockies. The one place we didn't go is Yosemite. And it was actually close. My, the home office for the company I worked for was in was originally in Miami, but they moved to San Jose. And um, you know, I kept thinking that on one of my trips to the corporate office that I would take that that little diversion to go over and check out Yosemite. I have friends of mine that go there all the time, but it's a, it's a special place. The thing, thing that was interesting about hearing more about Yosemite was that I like something like Glacier National Park where there's not a lot of traffic and it's you know, oh, yeah. wide, at, wide open. And, and Yosemite has become incredibly congested. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, so look, coming back to, to your stuff. So as you continue to advance here in coastal Mississippi, Give us a sense of how your business now, literally your business, has evolved. Well, like I said, I started uh, with my first camera in 2014, and somewhere along between that two-year period, I decided, you know, if they say a professional photographer is someone that sells one print. And so somewhere along the line, I had developed a pretty healthy portfolio. So in 2016, I decided that I would start with the festival route. And uh, surprisingly, uh, uh, we, my wife and I, we hit 23 festivals along the coast in one year, which is way too many. <laughs> but we had a, a phenomenal, phenomenal year, actually uh, selling almost $18,000 worth of pictures. So I guess I'd say I made it there. And it's been mm-hmm. a, a steady climb ever since. In fact, the last two years, despite COVID, I've had my two best years ever. And you continue to take pictures. I mean, like, for example... Again, your your sunsets and sunrises are really, really, really uh, creative. Your landscapes are creative. Your your series on shrimp boats. I mean, that alone is pretty cool. Tell about that, actually. Well, I photographed uh, probably most of the shrimp boats on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. The last week, I actually drove over to Apalachicola, Florida, just to shoot the shrimp boats between there, and I, I went all the way over to Carabel, Florida. Uh, and I've been all the way to Hopedale, Louisiana, going west, and, and, and 
it, it's kind of funny because I've never owned a boat in my life, but I've always been intrigued with the beauty of the shrimp boats. Um, I have a good time. If, uh, I talk with a lot of the shrimpers while they're down on the docks, um, and and I don't just do it at daytime. Some of my best photography is actually at nighttime. Yeah, so you know, some of my best memories actually are are being down at the docks. You know, and as I've gotten older. You know, when we're offshore, we'll go, we'll go, you know, fish behind shrimp boats. And if they've, you know, if they've just pulled up their nets, we'll get some chum from them and have conversation with them. And it's, uh, it's a great culture. And I, I have a, I have a sense when I look at the photographs, I can smell the diesel fuel and I can smell the, the shrimp. And there's something about that environment that's very magnetic, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, in fact, it was kind of ironic that I was all the way over in Apalachicola, Florida, and one of the past Christian boats was over there that I was able to capture. And so then when I came back this past week and shot boats in the, in the past, I ran into the guy. He sold the boat to someone over there and bought another boat, so now I have another new boat to shoot. Yeah, that's that's cool. I have a friend of mine, actually, who is from that area, Apalachicola area, and he just bought a really uh, a popular restaurant over there and talked to him yesterday and said it's doing really well. But a, a cool part, a cool part of Florida, for sure. It, what is it about the shrimp boat, though? I, I, I think that you and I are probably not alone in terms of when we see an iconic image of a shrimp boat or a group of shrimp boats, the color is unique and it's there's something about it that draws people. I bet you sell a lot of photos that involve shrimp boats. I sell a lot of photos uh, with the shrimp boats. I, mean, I think it's the, the lines, the, the like you said, the colors of the nets, uh, the reflections on the water. You know. uh, sometimes you can do a, a long exposure photo and you can get some awesome reflections on the water by slowing the water down some. So it, it's, it's, uh, it's been really good to me. That, that, is, that is really, really cool. Hey, well, Jeff, look, we're coming to the end of our time together, but I want people to know that if they want to look you up to understand more about you, to see your photography, probably one of the best places to see that is just to go to Facebook and, and look up Jeff Baldock. But if creative they're not visions. Facebook, yeah, if they're not on Facebook, how do they, how do they find you? Uh, if they're not on Facebook, I have a, a, a Zenfolio website. Uh, it's jeff.baldock. Uh, at zenfolio.com, Z-E-N-F-O-L-I-O. Yeah, well, th listen, it's been a pleasure to visit with you. Continue to inspire. You're, you're telling a great story of coastal Mississippi. Thanks a lot. It's been my pleasure. This has been Jeff Baldock. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.